This is the Arm Updates podcast featuring Mike Schiller and hosted by Justin Poulin. Tune in every month as we highlight trends, strategies, and solutions from the field to advance the healthcare supply chain. And now, Mike and Justin. This is Justin Poulin, host of the Power Supply podcast. With me now, Mike Schiller from Arm and Mike. I'm really excited to get this kicked off with you. This is a great partnership, and we're going to be bringing monthly updates that are going to be highlighting trends, strategies, and some solutions from the field. So this is going to be the first one of the ARM Updates podcast. So excited to to have you on. Yeah, no, thanks, guys. I, I so appreciate the opportunity to work with you, and I'm really looking forward to what we're going to be producing this year and the volume of podcasts and the extent of information and SMEs that we'll be pulling in throughout the course of the year. Really looking forward to doing this with you. So where do we want to start, Justin? Well, I think we've got three things we're going to be discussing today. And as you talked about, you know, we'll also have a podcast that's going to go out every month in conjunction with the Arm Updates podcast that will be focusing on a specific topic. We may even talk about one of those topics as we go through today's discussion. But number one, we're going to be talking about some high-level work that's being done with the Supply Chain Resource Council. Then we're going to talk about YPAC, which stands for the Young Professionals Advisory Council and some things to be on the lookout for at the annual ARM conference that's going to be coming up. It's right around the corner. And then my favorite part of our monthly discussion, something on the fringe. So making sure that everyone's peripheral vision is still in focus. So maybe not something that's getting all of your attention, but something that you should be aware of. And we'll have something different every single time. So let's start with the Supply Chain Resource Council, or you may hear it referred to as SCRC. Mike, what is going on with the Supply Chain Resource Council? What are you focused on these days? Oh, <laughs> might be easier to talk about what we're not focused on, but just a <laughs> just a quick history. We we convened this group back in November of 2021 just with the volume of shortages and disruptions really beginning to expand outside the realm of PPE, we felt it was important to be able to provide a perspective from the bedside, if you will, to some of the regulatory agencies and other public-private task force work groups that were convening at that time or beginning to spin up at that time. A lot of high-level information was shared at these meetings, but really not the perspective of what's happening inside the hospital. And so we were able to convene a group. Right now, we're, we're probably at about 90 supply chain leaders from across the healthcare field, primarily in the hospital setting, but from hospitals across the U.S. Uh, we do have some distributors and some GPO representatives as well. And the whole focus of this group really is to discuss what are some of the trending shortages? What's the impact to the patient care setting? And more importantly, What's the solutions? What are some of the strategies? What what are you doing in the midst of this shortage to make it through the shortage? So if you think of contrast media last year, right, that, that was a huge situation. And so we were discussing what some of the different strategies were that hospitals were employing. So if you look at the different shortages that have occurred from November of 21 that are still occurring here in April of 2023, it's pretty staggering. 
I have to say, the supply chain professionals, we are resilient and we've adapted and we've implemented uh, so many different processes and solutions to help make it through these shortages and disruptions. The the group meets once a month. We meet for 30 minutes. I intentionally keep it bandwidth light. So we meet for 30 minutes. Quick hit. Let's talk about some of the disruptions. There might be some updates that I have uh, from the work that we're doing here at AHA in different very in different areas. Uh, and then I'll go ahead, I'll draft this report up, and then I share it with the 90-plus folks that are on the distribution list. We'll usually get about 30, 35 who attend the monthly meetings. But more importantly, the report then is shared with AHA senior leaders. It's shared with policy leaders at the AHA. It's shared with regulatory agencies. Again, the, the important thing that we're doing here is we're providing that bedside perspective. How is the, this shortage impacting my supply chain, my clinical operations, and potentially my patient care? Yeah, I, I really think there's been a big need even before the pandemic, although if this is the impetus, you know, we'll take it, right? But just that national level advocacy for the healthcare supply chain because there's so much more attention being paid, you know, to this industry than ever before. And I think just having some advocacy and some awareness and helping, you know, really that preparedness on a national level, not just health systems and hospitals, but what is, what are we doing nationally across the United States to, to make sure that we're making sure that the patients are receiving quality care, right? You know, another thing exactly. that's been an issue is staffing and there's a lot of new, healthcare supply chain professionals that are entering the industry. I think demand is up, but also staffing issues exist everywhere. And one of my favorite groups that I love to talk about at ARM is the Young Professionals Advisory Council, because I just feel a forum for newer supply chain professionals to be able to connect, learn from each other. They're at varying stages of their career development. And I just think maybe you could talk about YPAC a little more in detail, sort of the purpose from ARM's perspective. And then you also told me recently that there's going to be some content that is really geared towards young professionals at the ARM conference. Can you tell everybody about that? Yeah, I'd love to. Before I jump into that, Justin, I just would like to say from a Supply Chain Resource Council standpoint that you know we're still looking to grow the group. And if you're interested in participating in the monthly calls or you'd like to be on the distribution list so that you can see what's happening out there and some of the solutions or strategies that your peers are adopting, uh, just reach out to me at mschiller at aha.org. So yeah, let's let's talk about the YPAC. The YPAC is, is really recognizing that a lot of us, I'll call us tenured healthcare professionals, you know, we, we've got a couple more times around the track, right, before we retire. And you've got a lot of young professionals. We saw it during COVID, right? You saw that great resignation take place. And you saw a lot of young professionals coming in, which is exciting. I, I love it. I'll tell you, when I go to our conference, I, I love seeing how many people I don't know if that makes any sense, right? Because that tells me there's more people, number one, more members joining ARM, attending the conference, but more young professionals coming into the field, which which is exciting to me. So the YPAC is really our opportunity to convene that group and to begin to understand what are some of the 
educational needs? How would you like to digest your education? What, what content, what modality? How do you, how do you want to take that in? And what's important to you? So we've created a YPAC, Young Professionals Advisory Council, that Mary Cravanis leads for ARM. We were just at our board meeting last week, and we had Ryan Burke, our YPAC representative, at the board meeting. And I'll tell you, uh, I had the opportunity to sit next to Ryan, and it was great. I mean, the perspectives that that the young professionals are bringing and having that voice at the board table, I thought, was so important. Yeah. Ryan is going to be one of the SMEs that we're going to be featuring here very soon with the ARM podcast. So definitely stay tuned for that. And I've had the pleasure of talking with many of the other participants in YPAC, which would be Rachel Anderson and Derek Gallagher. And so what great work is being done there. Mike, I know at the conference, there's going to be some content and kind of a strategy for continuing to bring education to the young professionals that are in healthcare supply chain. Can you talk about some of that strategy and even how it relates to the conference? Yeah, would love to. Again, you know, we're we're really embracing the young professionals and we feel that we need to have content that's geared specifically to you that to the young professionals at the ARM conference. So Mary's working on on bringing together a couple of sessions that are YPAC only sessions. I, I, I think the cutoff is 35, if I'm not mistaken. In any event, it's going to be YPAC focused. It's going to be content that is relevant to that group content that they've asked for. So we're really excited to be able to carve out that space at the ARM conference for the YPAC. Additionally, I'm working with a colleague at another association where we're hoping that we can create kind of a a combination of sessions where they bring some of their senior leaders to the ARM conference to speak to the YPAC group, to the young professionals. And conversely, at their fall conference, we would bring a panel of young professionals to their conference to speak to senior leaders. We think that it'll be really, a, those two sessions will be incredibly dynamic and very informational with with, with both groups interacting and, and discussing the content that senior leaders are looking for from young professionals and vice versa, uh, information and education young professionals are looking for from the senior leaders. Yeah, I think that collaboration is going to be so critical because, you know, there really is a lot of new folks coming in and there are a lot of senior tenured people going out and there's even a transfer of information and understanding and knowledge and experience that needs to happen too before we see like just a total turnover like that. This is my favorite part. I'm not going to lie. I love on the fringe. I like being aware of things that are not getting the most publicity, maybe on social media or other platforms or just demanding supply chain leadership's attention for the survival of the healthcare organizations, right? So there's always these other things that surprise us. And so on the fringe, we're always going to have this as part of every discussion on the ARM Updates podcast. What are we going to be highlighting today, Mike? We are going to be highlighting, drumroll please, <laughs> vacutainer tubes, such an exciting topic. But I'll tell you what, if you think about it, blood collection tubes, they're used at every point of care, right? Whether it's a clinic, whether it's the ER, whether it's ambulatory surgery, acute care settings, they're used everywhere. And I want to say a year, maybe a year and a half ago, 
vacutainer tubes were were a challenge, a, a significant challenge to obtain. And a lot of it has to do with resin shortage and, and resin, raw material shortages. Again, hospitals, supply chain leaders working with their clinicians and their docs looked at their blood collection practices and made adjustments in those practices to try and conserve the limited number of vacutainer tubes that they had. We haven't heard a lot about that over the last year, to be perfectly honest with you. But one of the agencies has reached out to us and has asked us to inquire into vacutainer tubes. Is it still an issue today? If it is, which tube or tubes remain an issue? What are the levels that your suppliers are able to provide? Are you on allocation, et cetera? And interestingly enough, when I was at the board meeting, I talked to a couple of my colleagues and they said, yeah, Mike, it's it's still an issue. And I think what this portrays or what, the, what this shows is we have become accustomed to operating with, with a higher level of back orders, right? Certainly not what we saw at the peak, but definitely not pre-pandemic. But but we become so adept at managing these back orders and implementing the processes, the conservation strategies, the practices, clinical practices that we haven't really heard about it. So I was a little bit surprised when my colleague said, yeah, it's still an issue. So I'll actually be reaching out to the SCRC after this call in an email and say, can you tell me where you're struggling? Again, what type of tube? Are you on allocation so that we can share that with that agency? It's also an agenda item on Monday's call just to tap some folks live while we're together. And then we'll share that information with that regulatory agency. So again, I think that really highlights just the connection of the SCRC, but also the the fact that they still have their eyes on some of these back orders that we've just become a bit accustomed to, I, I guess you could say. Well, Mike, I think you did a great job of tying this whole podcast up and putting a nice bow on it, the way that that all goes back to the high-level work that's happening at a national level. And yet, you know, it's really, like you said, about bringing what's happening, you know, at the patient care level and getting that filtrated up and making sure that there's awareness. And really, I do want to emphasize something that you said before. If you have any interest in getting involved or joining the SCRC, email Mike at mschiller at aha.org. And if you have interest in YPAC, do the same. Mike, what a great way to kick it off. We have more to come every single month. Great job today and looking forward to the next one. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, this was a blast. Looking forward to working with you guys. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Arm Updates podcast. For additional resources, visit our website at arm.org. That's A-H-R-M-M dot org. Tune in next month for another edition of the Arm Updates podcast. Thank you.